Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From the looks of it, real fires are actually getting started with the family that they just might not be able to put out. Stay tuned for all of the drama on this week's 911 After Show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> you ain't like my dance? No, I love that. I love that. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, you are tuned into the 911 After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking uh, Season 3, Episode 4, Triggers. And y'all, it was a lot of triggers on tonight, okay? Some of them, I don't know how we're going to come back from them, but it's okay because we about to get into it, starting with Maddie because she was going through a lot. Then we're going to get into Buck and how he got triggered. Christopher and Eddie got some triggers going on too, and so does Hen and Karen. Not only that, we have our crazy 911 calls. We may give you a little bit of Queen Bassett today, and we got some news. But before we get into those things, I'm your host, Portia Carter, and joining me is the wonderful Ricky Vitucci and the wonderful Courtney Allen. Can I get y'all overall thoughts of the show? Uh, I was surprised to see that Maddie was being re-triggered about what happened, because I almost kind of forgot about her ex-husband. Oh, you can't forget that? That's kind of hard to forget. But everything's been going good for her. So I was like, oh, I forgot. Which only goes to show you that trauma doesn't go anywhere. It always stays with you, which is unfortunate. You can heal from it, right? But it's always going to be there, Mm -hmm. because that that horrible time was, is always going to be there. I just got triggered when you said the word trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's drinking vodka, everyone. I'm kidding. She's not drinking vodka. (laughs) Is that Coca-Cola? I'm too holy for vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since we started talking about her, first on the list is Maddie. So Maddie, y'all, she got a little bit going on. She been through a lot. We all know Maddie been through a lot. But she just so happened to be at Chim's house while Chim is complaining about Buck being this over-the-top fire marshal. We're going to get into Buck and his shenanigans. But Buck right now is a fire marshal. So Chim goes to Maddie and he complains about it. And he's just like, he's doing the most and he's taking his job way too serious. And she's looking at him like, I know you ain't talking because remember last season when he became captain, he was doing the ultimate most with everybody else. So mm-hmm. she let him be known. So then when she's taking her plate to the kitchen, it drops and breaks. And I don't know if you guys remember, but last season, she was having flashbacks with her ex husband. And every time that she would break or drop something in their home, he would beat her. And so in that moment, she drops a plate. And when she gets up, Chim touches her. And she dang near knock him out, move back, and runs about the house. Let's talk about it. Mm. 
It was crazy because Chimney is so gentle and nice yeah. and loving. Yeah. So for him to fly. have to be in the middle of that, I'm sure it was really uncomfortable for him. But you just know he would never be anything remotely like her ex-husband. But she couldn't even separate it. That's yeah. a, that's the crazy part about when you get triggered like that in the moment. You just go right back to your old ways. You know, it's unfortunate for Chim. And, of course, for Maddie because she had to go through it. But now... He has to, he's stuck with potentially every single time when something tr- like dramatic happens that reminds Maddie of her ex is going to trigger something. And Chim, I don't feel like Chim deserves that. So I feel like this may come into, this may uh, clog up the relationship and they may have to second guess things. I have to disagree with you there. I don't think, I don't think Chim. Um, okay, I agree mm. with you that Chim doesn't deserve it, but I don't think that this will, you know, hinder the relationship in any way because Chim loves her enough to try to work it out. Because as you see, he comes to her at her job, like before work even start. He knows she gonna be early, so he pop up early too. Like before your shift start, let me just have this conversation with you. I seen these boys trying to take care of their mother. It reminded me of a moment when I had to take care of my mother. So I know that you know whatever happened at the house may have triggered you, but I just want to let you know that I have triggers too. And in that moment, he was able to share with her a deep dark side of him that he had never shared with anybody in his life before, and that kind of like soothed her over. I think his love for her has a way of making everything mend together even in her hardest times because he's patient with her he's kind with her and he knows like she's been through some stuff and he's there to reason with her you're you're 100% right but it's not up to Chim Chim could do all these amazing things be there talk to her uh, confide in her with some things that he had to go through as a kid But at the end of the day, this is going on in Maddie's brain. And this is going on in Maddie's world. So she unfortunately unfortunately has to live with this traumatic time in her life with a male. So any little thing that, that triggers it will remind her of her past. But I understand what you're saying, that Chim is doing everything he can to show her that Everything is okay. But at the end of the day, this has nothing to do with Chim. It has something it has everything to do with Maddie and her healing process and her being able to come over this big hurdle that she's had to deal with. So if you were in Chim's shoes and there was a girl you were dating and she just so happened to come out of an abusive relationship and she has little slight triggers here and there, how would you work that relationship out? I would do Probably every single thing that he's doing now, I would always be there for her. But then again, she's the one that that has to be okay with it, because she's she's the she's the victim. She's the person who's like has to has all these memories of all these bad times. So yes, Chim could be who he is and be uh, just amazing and be there for her. But at the end of the day. I don't know if you saw, but when she, but when Chim said his story to Maddie, I didn't feel like Maddie's response was a sincere one. Like it was almost like she was only saying it. She's basically so he can have about her face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she 
<laughs> exactly. Because then you see the, the next few scenes, Maddie's at the gym. Okay, you're right. And, you know, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I, I think in this instance, <clears throat> what you want for us to know out of Ricky's mouth that he did not say, I'm kind of like paraphrasing. He wants us to know that. Before you jump into a relationship, get you some healing. Okay? Exactly that. <laughs> Get you some healing and exactly make sure that. that in the in the process of you being able to heal that you you take it easy and take it slow on with yourself and have compassion with others. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because not every pe- person is going to be patient with you in your healing exactly. process. So if you don't already have that intact, then you're going to get into some stuff and they just going to bounce on you because Chim could have left. As Ricky has stated, that could be a hindering relationship because Chim could have bounced. So, uh, that's that. I hope Chimney doesn't bounce. I hope he find out what she's doing and stop her. Because baby girl is going off on the tangent. She rolled up at these people's house. Unhealthy. So, yeah, you know what? <laughs> the the phone call, the 911 call of the calls and then hang-ups and calls and hang-ups, that triggered her too. Because mm-hmm. she used to be that woman on the other end of the phone calling and hanging up. And then especially when her husband, like who you on the phone with... It was just chaos. So how do y'all feel that this situation is going to play out with her popping up at this couple's home because she thinks this man is bidding his wife? I get what she's trying to do because it is Maddie. She has been through it and we know how she is. She just yeah. wants to save everybody. Very unhealthy for her. Very insincere way to kind of start a friendship with off with somebody because I would feel like at the end of the day, if I, she's going to have to tell her eventually. How she, like why she like seeped her way in her life, and I feel oh, like it's Jesus. just I would feel very manipulated a little bit, you know. I would feel manipulated really? a little bit. Yeah. If I know that if I'm in, I mean, I get what you're saying, the insincere, but she has she's doing it for all the good causes. Like she's trying to help this girl because she was this girl. She was the victim. She was the person that was afraid to tell anyone because she's afraid that her husband is going to kill her. So, I mean, if I was in the abusive girl's shoes and I found out that someone noticed and went out of their way to try to come into my life to help save me, I would think that they're a hero. God would God just literally sent an angel down to get me out of here. That's 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 how I would feel cuz she's not she's not getting anything out of it. She's just trying to help her. That's her yeah. main motive <laughs> is to help women in her in her old shoes i understand yeah. i just think right? it's a bit of an overstep on her part what? and it's just not healthy i just don't think that's healthy in general well, for her to go out herself. of her way to, yeah for her yeah, but she's maybe for the girl but the girl could definitely take it a different way especially if she's not ready and hasn't not. fully accepted it but but she has see when moments like this happen you have to and it sucks cuz people get caught up in these swirls right and and they don't see certain things and they maybe do see but they don't have the cojones to actually you know In case this kid is watching. He's still scared of saying balls. (laughs) I'm trying to keep this PG-13. But yeah, it's like, you know, if, if, you know, she's afraid. So Maddie, 
I give props to Maddie. Yes, it's not safe for her. She's putting herself into danger. However, she's doing a good thing. You know, she's trying to help someone that she doesn't even know because she knows that she wishes someone would have potentially helped her when she was going through all the crazy stuff. So I don't, mm. I don't see anything bad about it except it could potentially hurt Maddie. And maybe hurt the girl if, if the guy knows and just goes crazy on the both of them. Well, he's already crazy. No. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with both of you. And on my end, I just want Maddie to be careful. Yeah. Because her almost hitting the man, that's not going to make it no better. You going to jail. I know. <laughs> you going to take your butt straight to jail. <clears throat> Running up on people's husbands like that. She put her hood up and everything. She, she put the ready. high beams on. <laughs> Like, blinding the man before she about to take him out of here. Like, you can't just be rolling up on people trying to take them out like that. Like, no, that is can't. not the way you do that. Right. If you gonna play hero, you gotta be... It. Well, heroes, they sometimes do that. But uh, <laughs> if you go <laughs> on this side of the world, okay, in the real world, if you, if you gonna try to save somebody, you gotta go about it in all the right ways. I mean, granted, if push come to shove, you gotta do what you gotta do at the end of the day. You know, put your coat on and what's up. But, you know, I don't think this is one of those moments that is a push-come-to-shove moment. I think she just needs to take it easy. She's already taking proper protocol, you know, getting law enforcement involved. Her bosses know what's up. So, you know... Mm-hmm. But her I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of her becoming friends with the girl. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I think, I think it's okay to investigate something without being a part of it. But, in a way. But, yeah. but, but she exactly. literally... I get what you're both saying, and you're both right. But she can't. And this girl is by herself. This girl is afraid. If you, if you listened to the conversation over the phone, like, the things that the husband said was very scary things. So this person obviously knows her husband is cuckoo and could potentially do something bad. But yet Maddie is trying all her best to, like, get in with her to, like, maybe speak her out of it. But how y'all know she he she really getting beat if we ain't saying it? You know what I'm saying? Why would she call 911, though? Like, that's a serious thing. Plenty of people. We don't, First of all, 911 is 911. We done seen three seasons <laughs> of the same stuff. You be expecting some type of 911 emergency call, and when they get to the scene, it be something different, okay? Because remember last time she thought something was going wrong with little boy, and it was. But they was kidnapped. It was a different story. It yeah. wasn't, he wasn't getting beat on. He just so happened to catch his daddy stealing other kids. So... I, I, mean, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. We this show is very unpredictable at this yeah. point. I honestly think that this girl is because what abused. if she don't want beating him? I think she's no getting way. abused. She's definitely yeah! getting abused. I think she's <laughs> getting abused based on the patterns <laughs> of the 911 calls and the not talking. Because Maddie did, she was like, afraid. Matt did, Maddie did say she used to do that. Yeah, right. Mm, she was literally yeah. afraid to speak, and then she came in because if she says anything. My husband, blah, 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 blah. And then he walks in the, in, in the door. Cops are being sent to the house immediately. Immediately. Hence why she was like, do I say it? Do I say it? Do I say it? Like all in her, inside of her head. And then the husband comes inside and she goes, oh, it's the wrong number. Please don't call back. Click. That's a, that's a sign of someone being terrib- terrified. Yeah. 
You know, speaking of terrified, this is a very touchy subject, but I am so glad that right now it is just a TV show. <laughs> speaking of TV shows, why don't we, you tell us, Ricky, how we can keep on watching After Bus TV. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And without you lovely humans, there would be no us. And we can give you amazing content to uh, click the subscribe button, click the like button, and comment below on all the shows that we do. Um, and since you're listening to us on our podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars. And if you could create a six star, that would be awesome too. Um, <laughs> and we just want to tell you that we love you and, you know, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you for helping us become the ESPN of TV talk. We love you here at AfterBuzz TV. Boom. Shakalaka. That was amazing. Speaking of love, so let's just go ahead and jump on it. Buckety, buck, buck, buck is falling out of love with the family, y'all. So, Buck just so happens to become the fire marshal because, you know, he's on desk duty, so he's rating what's going on with all of their fire drills and whatnot, so they open the show with the fire drill, and they just so happen to not be meeting all the times they were supposed to meet. Stuff is going wrong. And then, not only that, a guy has an epilepsy epilepsy seizure. Epilepsy seizure, and on the stairwell while the fire drill is going on and knocks down a whole crowd of people like a domino effect down a whole spiral of stairs and it just went hot haywire (laughs) and so uh, huh? I don't think that wouldn't have happened 35 like nobody can stand their ground not one single person can stand up we seen one of the ladies uh, just so happened to miss the domino effect it was like she walked past and everybody just fall behind her (laughs) But no, so since we have this domino effect, there's a lawyer about to sue the city, LAFD, and everybody else that's involved. So dramatic. So dramatic. Mad dramatic. So dramatic. And what's actually so funny is that the the actor that plays the lawyer, Mm -hmm. he played, and for anyone who is an Entourage fan, he played Adam Davies, which was an agent in Ari Gold's office. That Ari Gold absolutely hate, and and I quote, <laughs> like Ari Gold called like Adam Davies the Benedict, like Arnold Davies, which is hilarious because he literally plays the same kind of character, but except instead of an agent, he plays a lawyer. Uh, so he plays this uh, sneaky, sly, snooping sly, guy. Yeah. Well, as he explained it, this guy is sly, he's sneaky, <laughs> and he's snooping around. He done pulled Buck in. He like, you know what? You got to get the team with me because, look, they fired you on a slick and slide. And at first, Buck is like, no, they didn't. They my family. Then he pop up at the 118 spot and see that his family has replaced him with Lena Bosco. <laughs> They done took, first of all, they kept the B on his name tag <laughs> and just put Osco and tape <laughs> on top of his B. <laughs> it, now, that's just outrageous. That's, that's disrespectful. But he popped up. I guess he wasn't supposed to say it. But he popped up and he done seen that. And so now he is taking the deal. Bad news. How do y'all feel about this whole situation? That's it's a, a lot of drama. That's a bad deal. Because if he drama. loses this, he's never going to be a firefighter ever again. Mm. So he should just be patient. Get off the blood thinners. Because it's obviously screwing with, like... This freaking head. You think so? Absolutely. He, he, Any medication is going to screw around with you. I don't care what it's prescribed for. It's going to be right. something. 
Medication, y'all. It's I, bad. I ain't even gonna hold y'all up. It's bad. Medication, they say it's supposed to help you, but the side effects ain't even worth it. At this point, you might as well be in pain. Help you because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the side effects of some of these medications. There's like thirty side like, effects. It, there's like thirty, and then they list them all so fast in the commercials. But when you see them on the bottle, it's like suicide, depression, and anxiety, uh, heart attack, heart attack, uh, <laughs> nausea, vomiting, like increased heart rate, erectile dis- dysfunction. Now, why it's, the hell do I want that? that? <laughs> can't have that. so much stuff. Like, you're supposed to take my stomach ache away, but then you're giving me anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and some more stuff. Like, what? That's why yeah. I just do what God gave us. Just plants and herbs that'll just do the thing. Okay? Because, look, if you won't... I can't attest to that, but they oh, say... <laughs> They say on a plant-based diet, you're less likely to to run into any uh, yeah. infections and yep. heart problems and weight issues and all this other cancerous stuff that's out here these mm-hmm. days. Do you know a quick fact? The FDA now made it official that meat, like beef, is a carcinogenic, which means it causes cancer. Really? Yes. That's why I don't eat beef. Yep. That's why I don't eat beef. And I hope Buck ain't right. out here eating that dang on beef, okay? <laughs> we don't know what uh, Bobby Nash done cooked the man because Athena done invited the man over illegally. <laughs> Didn't even consult her husband and invited the man over for dinner. And now he's sitting here at the table. He done flared up at Bobby. And then he hit him with that. You know, I'm about to sue you. Stupid move. Stupid. Stupid, stupid move. Because he wants to keep fighting for his job. Suing. Okay. Sue's. He wins, and then what? He's going to have everyone against them. him. Yeah. No one's going to want to hire him. He sued the city. What city fire? Uh, what city department is going to want to hire someone who sues the city? I don't think he's thinking straight. Well, he's, he's not, obviously. He's destroying all the relationships. Yeah. He's going to destroy all the relationships he has, all the people he depends on. Obviously, he's still going to have Maddie because that's a sister. But everybody else is going to... I think we want to That's deal with him. That's obvious. so dramatic. Yeah. Well, he, Buck is, uh, he has tendencies to act like a little child. Mm-hmm. We see. And speaking of child, not only um, did Buck go through some stuff with the tsunami, but Christopher did too. Mm-hmm. And this tsunami has triggered Christopher's <clears throat> grief because we saw a lot of people die last week at the ending of the tsunami. And Christopher is having nightmares and drawing pictures of his mom. Mm. How did y'all feel about the situation this episode with him and Eddie and the photos and stuff? You know, that's really tough because he did have to deal with the loss of his mother. But then after the tsunami and now they're both together and to not feel comfortable enough to be vocal with somebody about it, especially your dad, because that's really the main person he has. Mm-hmm. must be really tough for him to internalize all that, which is why he's turning to drawing. Yeah. But I'm glad he was able to, like, pick up on that and connect the dots, because yeah. that's rough. Yeah, I mean, I lost my dad at, at 11, so I could understand. Sorry to hear that. It's, it's okay. I could understand what he's going through. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't remember how I internalized it and how I dealt with it. I think I just forgot about it, to be honest with you. However, Christopher, you know, he has all these conditions, and it's, you know, it's like he's super sensitive to everything, right? But yet he's a smart kid. And people put that past 
humans with a disability that they're not smart. Like they're super smart and super in tune with mm-hmm. everything that they feel and think and people. Um, but I, I know I, I don't know. I, there's just something about Christopher that I find so adorable. Like he's just yeah. like the smile and his eyes. Mm-hmm. For someone who has a problem, the kid's always freaking smiling. Yeah, literally. I I, I try telling my so friends cute. that are like, I'm depressed. I'm going. I'm like, yes, I get it. That's just life, number one. And two, like, look at all these people who can't walk and they're paralyzed, but yet they're the happiest people in the world. They're just, living. So true. They're living. And I feel like we need to take a page out of Christopher's notebook. And keep living. And keep living, you know? And he's still trying to protect his dad. Too, yeah. Because he didn't even want to He loves tell him. his father. Yeah. He loves him. That was so sweet. I'm sorry. When he did that, I was like, you're protective? Yeah. What trying to do here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to make you sad. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's so cute. <laughs> it was the cutest. Speaking of cute. <laughs> Are you going to compliment me now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're cute, Ricky. So adorable. You're so adorable, Ricky. <laughs> So Hen and Karen are still planning to have a baby. And when they show up to Athena's house, they see how Denny is acting with Harry and they don't really like it. But throughout the episode, we get Hen triggered by so many sibling catastrophes. First, they have the two boys in the car who's fighting. And then after their rescue, Hen sees that they comfort each other. And then they have the sister's rescue with the ring and the blow, the hand that blew up and looked at all uh, nasty. And she see that, you know, siblings sometimes fight. But she, you know, broke the ring in half and gave one to one sister, the other half to the other sister. And, you know, that was the way that she mended their relationship. And... So all of her fears eventually went away as far as Denny having a sibling. How did y'all feel about her discoveries this episode? Um, I thought it was kind of nice for it to, like, soothe her worries and a little bit of that anxiety she had about her son not possibly being able to get along with her sibling. I thought that it was kind of just like common knowledge that siblings love each other, but they fight too. I just thought that came with it. It's but like, but as we see when she talked, yeah, yeah. when so she talked to Karen, it. yeah, yeah, I got it. But I think it's much better to have a brother or sister. I, I mean, of course, oh, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I don't have one, but I wish I do. You're well, an only child. I'm an only child. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I, wow. I mean, but but mm-hmm. she said something. So how only children work? Is we ha- we find it hard to share things because we're not used to it. It's like it's like what? Keep keep talking. <laughs> I'm listening. I was like, does she have an idea? <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard for us. I mean, now that I'm older, um, it's easier for me. The one thing I really don't like sharing is my food because I love food so much. But if I like you, I'll share it, and you'll know if I like you. If I'm so you got to share my- with me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ah, ah, you might have that too, man. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. So so the so like only children are they we struggle with sharing things because we're always by ourselves all mm-hmm. the time, right? So it's not like we have a brother or a sister to share something with. So when that that kid reminded me of me back when I was a kid, like games loved games. Did I want to give up the controller? Never, <laughs> never. So I totally understand. What, where the kids are coming from, but I think it's also beautiful that what's going on. Yeah, just 
just just a part of being an an only child. Well, I have eleven siblings, so I can't really? relate. <laughs> Wait, yeah, really? Whoa, yeah, you have eleven siblings. Yes, I do. How many That's brothers fun. and sisters? So I have five sisters and six brothers. Your mom and dad still together? No. So my daddy has nine children. My mama has four. Wait, two two wow. separate households. Yeah, thirteen. In no nine plus four, you said. No, but if you take one out of both of those, it yeah. makes eleven. It makes twelve. <laughs> Fool. Did <laughs> <laughs> you count thirteen? I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> you, if you take one out of both of those, that means that's two, two that's eleven, 11 siblings. Well, okay, because I counted me taking... in that. Yeah, I was like uh, her. Because I counted me. Her. My mama has four. Yeah. My daddy got so you're nine. Like twelve then. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> You know what? Uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh. I'm not about to play with you. So anyway, I don't I don't reason with the whole only child thing because I ain't never been nobody's only child. Okay? Wait, so you're saying you have 13 siblings? No. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm well, kidding. Well, I have two brothers and I still have problem sharing. So I really? don't know, but yes. Oh. Maybe it's just with them. I don't know. <laughs> they always took stuff for me. Well, that's why. I didn't have a choice. I've but been sharing why. all my life. I've been like, sharing all my nothing's yours life. at all. You know, now it is. Now at this day and age, everything's mine. <laughs> I pay for it. It's mine. <laughs> She's taking her power back because I'm grown. Oh my god! I, I, she was going there. Not I me. was not actually. You <laughs> went like this, and I was like, "Where's she doing it?" Because I pay for it. That's what I did. Because I oh, no, but, why? but she started lower. Boy, ah, ah. we're not about to play with Ricky tonight. Uh-uh. So this, y'all see, if he was my sibling, this is how the conversation would go. And this is what Hen Aww, was scared that's of. very true. Okay, Hen <laughs> was scared of Denny not being able to get along with siblings. But in the end, we see that she has a talk with Karen. And she's like, you know what? Whatever. I don't want my son to be lonely. So they about to get it popping and get pregnant. And even if they argue, they still love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? How do y'all feel that him's about to have a baby? That's exciting. Or about to at least try for the baby to have the baby. That is exciting. My cousin um, and his wife did what they're doing, I believe. Um, and they don't like IVF? Yeah. And he had twins. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she had two ex- embryos that made it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he just That's had them amazing. like two weeks ago. And they're calling me an uncle, so I'm—he's like my brother. Why are you? So you do have a sibling? No, because no, 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 no. (laughs) They're calling me an uncle. No, no, no. I was saying that they're because it's. I I think it's cool that they're calling me. Yeah. Because I'm technically not his brother. Wait. But I am. Yeah. It's yeah. It's cool. cool Well, that's exciting. It's exciting. It is exciting. And speaking of calling, that brings us to our special segment. Guys, if you weren't here last week, we got a new special segment. And it's called The Craziest 911 Calls of All Time. So we just going to let y'all know some real life, real time here in maybe the U.S. or maybe somewhere else. You know, some 911 calls that get a little crazy. Uh, why don't we start with you, Courtney? Okay. So a lady in Waco, Texas, <clears throat> called 911 at the McDonald's drive-thru because they were taking way too long to cook her chicken nuggets and she wasn't having it. She wanted her chicken nuggets for free and then she refused to leave the drive-thru line. She just left her car there until she got what she wanted. Wow. That's wow. it. She wasn't having it. That's she crazy. Did the police come? No for an I think they came. 
But they were probably just like, ma'am, it's time to load out. Like, there's nothing happening here. Yeah, see, that's a little outrageous. That's and I crazy. feel like if they did come, they probably only came because she refused to move her car. Because at that point, you're just stopping. So did she go to jail? Because she, they need to just, to they need to give her a citation or something. Yeah. yeah. Or a just smack a little, upside Write her a ticket. I don't, I didn't realize how frequent these crazy 911 calls even how are. How long was they taking on the Nuggets, though? Ten minutes, probably. Either way it goes, it's unacceptable. You can wait on them. If it was 30 minutes, I get it. <laughs> you can have some patience and wait on them Nuggets. Yeah, it's just so, not that serious. At the end of the day, if it's 30 minutes, go up in there and get your money back. Run me my run me my coins because I paid y'all. My stuff ain't here. I got to roll. Well, see, like, chicken nuggets aren't that expensive. It's like so $5 I feel like, like if I got that pack. mad, I would just leave. I want all my coins back. Nah. <laughs> I'm not about to pay y'all for y'all to not give me <laughs> what I paid for. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I paid a penny. Run me my penny back. Uh-huh. Nah. <laughs> if I'm not mad, I'm out. I'm just like, whatever. I'll take no, the $3 I'm not, L. I'm not paying for stuff and taking L's for it, you know. I, I've done. I've dealt with yeah. that too much in my life. At yeah. this point, if I pay for it, run me, run my me back. my run credit. Me. Okay, <laughs> okay. Next, don't you, don't you got a crazy call for us? I got a crazy call. What happened? A nine one one call from out of space, Houston. What? We have a problem. <laughs> in January, <laughs> a Dutch astronaut named Andre Coopers accidentally called nine one one while orbiting Earth. According to Newsweek, Coopers was trying to contact NASA's Space Center in Houston, Texas, but missed the number while dialing and accidentally called emergency services. To reach the Space Center, orbiting astronauts dial 9 for an outside line and then 011 for international calls. So instead of dialing 0, he just dialed 911. So he missed the, the 0. So it wasn't a real accident that he was calling about? No, he accidentally <laughs> called them. He accidentally <laughs> called 911 because he was supposed Hold to on, do but they 9. Was, they was able to pick up the phone, though, from an out-of-space call? Oh, you could speak to anyone. Oh, yeah, the technology is insane. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, sorry. So somebody could be going on their way to the moon and call me. What's that? <laughs> yeah. On your way to the moon? It's Spring work out there? <laughs> no, it there. doesn't. <laughs> That's a fact. It barely yeah. works in L.A. Facts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I would be shocked. <laughs> Oh, That's well, cool. guys, right? it's um predictions time. Let me get your predictions for next week's episode. And now you're after Could you change your thing? Sit, 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 sit with a baby picture? No, no, it's terrible. Anyway, predictions. I don't think this whole Maddie, this situation she's put herself in in their lives and gotten in the middle of it. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna turn out good. I just don't. I think something's going to go wrong. I believe you. Mm-hmm. You? I think Buck is heading down a very dark road, a darker road than he's on now. Mm-hmm. And a part of me thinks he's going to back out of it, but then a part of me feels like he's really going to go through with the lawsuit. And I feel like we're on a verge of potentially seeing Buck no longer on the show. Ooh. Your predictions always hit me hard. That was I'm a like, hard hitter. No. <laughs> that was steep. I guess my Maddie getting pregnant thing is kind of like, you know, going to be a hard time with her out here on the tangent doing all this crazy stuff, going after people's husbands. <laughs> but um <laughs> But for all the right reasons though. Yeah, but I think I think our queen 
Queen Athena <laughs> is going to have some type of play and set and buck in line because she is not having it. When he brought up to the door, she was she was about to go in on this boy for her man. She said, "Excuse me, what? Come again? You about to do what? Sue my husband?" She walked away like, "Boy, please." Okay, so I feel like Athena is about to have something to do with why Buck get his act together. Okay, agreed. So until then, we're going to be seeing you guys next week. Why don't you tell the guys where they can find you on social media? You can find me at Ricky Vitucci on all social media platforms. And you guys can find me find. You can find me at <laughs> find me at Courtney Ray Allen on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Portia Carter. You can find me on all things social media at Portia Carter. Thank you guys so much for watching. We out. Adios. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 